This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Yellow Home Podcast. Music's greatest songs. Greatest songs. Worth covering. Original classic hitmakers. This song that I'm going to play you um, in the next five to ten minutes um, is utterly remarkable in its ambiance, vibe, mood. Um, and the feeling that it evokes. It is incredibly evocative, so much so that the whole album that this comes from, which is called Play, and I'll talk about that in a second, um, has been used multiple times in multiple films, television programs, various things, um, literally every single song. Um, Moby, sort of, it was this aligning of planets that created Play, because he's a very experimental producer, artist, And something about this album just landed in everyone's emotions. So that's why um, I would say I don't I don't care what genre of music you like or who you like or what you like it for or why. There is a space for the album play by Moby uh, in your heart. And it will just be the most evocative, one of the most evocative things that you've ever heard. This, this creation. I don't like all of Moby's other stuff because he's so experimental, he goes off in, in different genres. Um, but this album was nothing short of incredible. So let's talk about that because this man's story also is amazing. He was born Richard Melville Hall, obviously known as Moby to all of us. And he was born in 1965. Um, he's American, musician, sing- songwriter, singer, producer, heavy animal rights activist and he's a vegan and he's created um, an animal rights uh, festival called Circle V he's got a vegan restaurant in LA which is very famous um, and you know he's he's properly into all of that but alongside of that he's sold 20 million records worldwide for all music uh, all music consider him to be inverted commas amongst the most important dance music figure of the early 1990s this song comes out of uh, 2000 i think 1999 2000 but he helped bring dance music to a mainstream audience both in america um, and the united kingdom and and that's what you know that's his legacy that's what he did um Age nine, took up guitar, took up piano, uh, played in several underground punk rock bands through the 80s. It's sort of that stage he went, ah, quite like electronic dance music, and and in he went. And he moved to New York City, and he became this prolific DJ, producer, mixer. He was known for it. So there he is in New York. He produces a single called Go. This is sort of a mainstream breakthrough. It reached number 10 uh, in the UK. And then between 92 and 97, scored eight top 10 hits on the Billboard Dance Club songs chart. Um, And not all of them I know. I was reading through them going, not sure. There's Move, there's Feeling So Bad. There's the James Bond theme, Moby Bree version. I do remember that. Um, And he produced um, music, interestingly, under various pseudonyms because he just wanted to try different things. So he's known for... Apparently there's a there's a critically acclaimed song called Everything Is Wrong from 1995. Do you know that? Do you know it, Ass? Oh, wow. I don't. Anyway, that's him. Um, he's also got a punk album called Animal Rights from 1996. Um, but unless you know that it's him, you wouldn't know that it's him. Do you know what I mean? The bit that really, um, I think... Um, scars me to read and to research about Moby Moby is his early life so he was born in Harlem in Manhattan um, and he was the only child he thought of a lady called Elizabeth McBride a medical secretary now his mum brought him up 
He spent a lot of time first in San Francisco and then they moved to New York. He's now um, on record for saying um, the affluence of New York City made him feel poor and ashamed, and they were poor. They were properly poor, poor to the bone kind of um, really bad. He was put into um, this particular daycare facility um, while his mum tried to work and earn money, and he was abused in that facility. He's talked openly about that. Um, he's not frightened to, to talk about it. He thinks it's important that it should be known. He ended up living in a squat um, in his sort of upper teens uh, with people who were doing all kinds of stuff in the squat um, and then made friends with one of them and they moved to Connecticut for a brief time. But his mum completely struggled to bring him up. I mean, they relied on food stamps, government welfare. Um, they stayed with people when they didn't have a home. Um, and so New York for him is bittersweet because now he's a multimillionaire and incredibly successful, but he can never get away from how he grew up and what he grew up in and all of those sorts of things. And in the middle of all these awful stories is a little boy called Richard who was nine years old and started to play classical guitar at nine and then got some piano lessons from his mother um, when they had a bit of money and he started studying jazz music and music theory and percussion and from that on that's where he got his music from and that's what he went into and it's the same with so many artists he was having this horrific time but he had music um, and he managed to get a degree from the University of Connecticut. Um, he, he's, he studied philosophy. He's super clever. And I think all of these things you can hear in the music that he then creates. Um, it's just the most, it's one of the saddest stories I've ever read when you go into it. This album is called Play, 1999. Um, it, was, it was there, you know, it, it landed, little recognition at first. And then suddenly, in the year 2000, became this global hit because one by one, each track from the album became licensed to films, television shows, commercials, literally bang, 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 until he had an album where every single song is now utilized by every medium anywhere, whether it be advertising, film, TV shows. Now remember that I'm in marketing and I'm in advertising and the music is the last element that you put in because the music is the emotion of a situation. I can do a voiceover and I can give it my all. Until you, once you put music in, it completely gives it a dimension that's never had. That's Back. why the music is so evocative. Um, with this album, he sold 12 million copies. It was li literally went everywhere. He's done albums since with Gwen Stefani. He's got Kellis singing on songs. He's got all this. This album, Play, he was into his real electronic phase. It wasn't punk. It wasn't any of the other genres. It, it was this electronic music phase that he did. And this is where the planets aligned and it created this evocative, huge, emotional album. And not all the songs are slow, um, you know, but there's a, then there's a dance theme behind it. But honestly, the, the emotion behind it is incredible. And especially now when you know where this man's come from and what he went through. So now I'm going to give you this song. It's a hard start, I'm just going to say. It's Moby on the Music Greats on Yellow Home. Why does my soul feel so bad? Why does my heart feel so bad? 
This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 5 p.m.